Well, welcome back to Motivation for Moms. Today, I want to continue the topic of reclaiming our time, and I want to zero in on the second step of the five-step process that I laid out uh, two episodes ago about reclaiming our time, and that is about analyzing and looking at the things we spend our time on. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited to dive into this with you. This is going to be so powerful. This is the Motivation for Moms podcast. I'm Sarah Munder, and my mission is to positively impact the next generation of humans by empowering the leaders of that generation. That's you. I want to help you create the positive change that you want to make in your life. Come introduce yourself and say hi in our incredible community of like-minded women at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash motivation for moms podcast. If you're ready for next level breakthroughs in your life, in your business, relationships, health, confidence, finances, productivity, apply for coaching at motivationformoms.com. Thanks for being here. I'm absolutely honored to be on this journey with you. When you work on yourself, you help make the world a better place for my family, for yours, and for the next generation. Now let's get to it. Well, welcome back to this week's episode of Motivation for Moms. So you're probably going to hear a lot of things in the background today, and that is because I have a housekeeper cleaning. I've got my husband working from home, and I've got landscapers outside leveling dirt and installing retaining walls. And the reason why I'm choosing to record this with all the background noise, and, and I do apologize if it's distracting, but I'm modeling for you and helping you with exactly what I'm going to be talking about today, which is to focus on our priorities, the things that are most important. And for me this morning, the most important thing was getting this episode out. And I'm not going to let the circumstances or the environment dictate whether I get this done or not. And it's not perfect. And that's the whole message that I'm trying to get across to you today and what we're going to be talking about in uh, going through our time inventory and analyzing the things we're spending too much time on, including things like overthinking and trying to do everything perfectly. So it's going to be great. Quick announcement before we dive in. This week only, we are enrolling for our end of 2022 Focus Sprint group, where we will identify your top priorities or projects to focus on during these last three months of the year. We're going to scope them out, create action steps, meet monthly in group coaching to help you overcome obstacles to achieving them with weekly check-ins to give you a chance to share your progress. It's an opportunity to make what you've been trying to accomplish actually happen before the end of the year. I do this for business owners, and this process works equally well in achieving our personal goals. This focus group is $97 to join, and you can sign up at motivationformoms.com. Now, in continuation of the topic of reclaiming your time this week, I want to go deeper on the second step of the five-step process that I gave you in episode 241. Now, in the last episode, I had you make a list of the top 10 things that take up 80% of your time. Now, 
in step two, this is where we analyze them. We question them. We ask ourselves, is this thing that I do truly necessary? Can I stop doing it entirely? Or if the thing that you're doing is actually creating more positive results in your life, can you do more of that thing? Or is there a way to automate, delegate, or systemize this thing to go at it more efficiently or to get it off your plate altogether? Now, remember, when we analyze the things we spend our time on, it's not a judgment on you as a person. It's not intended to bring shame if you know you're spending time on things that are taking away from more important things. If you notice the shame come up as you're going through your time inventory, notice it, recognize it, honor that you're doing this work to separate your worthiness, your value, and your lovability from the things that you do. And remind yourself that you are inherently worthy of everything you want in this life. You are valuable and you are lovable just as you are, no matter what you spend your time doing. So all of those things apply, whether or not you listen to this episode, whether or not you apply it, or whether or not you change anything you're spending your time on. Okay? Now, at the same time, once we are able to separate our worthiness, our value, and lovability from productivity, we are able to recognize that true gratitude and reverence for our lives shows up in how we spend our time. Our efforts to become deeply connected to our purpose in this life, in our biggest priorities, leads us to seriously consider how we're spending our time. And as a result, time management becomes a deeply spiritual experience. You're here listening to this because you want the best life for you and for your family. And you know deep inside of you that your potential is limitless, that you are a leader and that you control the tides in your family. So let's go through some of these examples of those questions that I laid out in looking at our time inventory. I posted a question in our Motivated Moms Facebook group. If you're not in there, please come and join us because we continue these conversations in there and we support each other. And I asked you guys, what is something you spend too much time on? Your answers were both honest and so relatable. And some of them were on the list that I published in the last episode, 10 things you're spending too much time on. And some of them were unique and super helpful to think about. I definitely get inspired from all of you. Megan said she spends too much time on Facebook clickbait articles. Jennifer said she spends too much time on overthinking and just being on her phone in general. Kelly said caring what others think or pass judgments about, forever trying to be better at letting that stuff go. Becky said social media. Amber said getting lost in Facebook when she's supposed to be doing engagement. Now, I'm assuming that that's related to her business or social media marketing, but I could be wrong. And perhaps my most favorite one, my mostest favoritest one, Nayaria said she spends too much time thinking about self-limiting beliefs. Now, to one degree or another, we all get stuck in our limiting beliefs. And I am so glad that she recognized this and called it out because I actually didn't have it on my list in the last episode. And it's perhaps the most important thing 
to look at because our limiting beliefs control so much of what we're able to achieve in our lives. Now, to play the devil's advocate, I'll throw out one distinction. She said she spends too much time thinking about her limiting beliefs. Our limiting beliefs hold us back from our potential. However, thinking about them, analyzing them, working on overcoming them, and changing our narrative about what's possible is something we should be spending time on. As long as it's with the intention of, I'm going to take control of my thoughts. I'm going to change the narrative about myself and what's possible. And I'm going to create empowering beliefs about myself. But don't get stuck in overanalyzing or overthinking. Recognize it and make a decision about what you want to believe about yourself and practice, practice, practice affirming those beliefs. That is perhaps the most important thing that we should be spending our time thinking about. So thank you so much for those of you who participated in this conversation and got really honest, and this was really helpful. So the first question that I laid out to analyze our time inventory was, is this thing that I do truly necessary? Now, for some things, the obvious answer is no, but for other things, I think what we tend to do as moms is we impose unrealistic expectations or standards around things we think we need to do. For example, keeping a perfect house, having the perfect body, having our kids enrolled in 28 different extracurricular activities, folding laundry and having the house organized perfectly, wearing perfect outfits, having everything in our lives in order, posting all the time on social media just to stay relevant. I mean, that's just to name a few. There are so many things that are simply just not priorities or even truly necessary. And I am giving you the permission to let those things go. This is the one time that you'll hear me say, lower your standards. Because the reality is by saying yes to these expectations you put on yourself, you are perhaps prioritizing them over other, maybe more important things, the biggest things that make more of an impact in your life for your family and for your joy and ultimate fulfillment because those things are important and they're priceless. Okay. So is this thing that I do truly necessary? The most successful people have one thing in common. They're not going about their goals alone or without a guide. You must build in accountability and systems to make it happen. I want to invite you to join our end of year focus sprint, where we are going to identify your most important priorities or projects to tackle in Q4 or the last 90 days of this year. We're going to scope them out and make a plan, coach you on how to make them happen despite your busy schedule, and keep you on track and accountable for actually accomplishing these projects or priorities so that you can finish out this year feeling strong, productive, focused on the right things, and fulfilled. When you join the Focus Sprint, you'll be getting over $1,000 worth of coaching, structure, training, real life application, accountability, and support weekly over the next three months. Get this for only $97. 
a small investment to make when you consider how much you'll not only accomplish before the end of the year, but how much peace of mind that you'll feel knowing that you're prioritizing the most important needle movers over the next few months. And you're gonna set yourself up for a really good year in 2023. I promise that this is the best $97 that you've spent yet, that if you actually do the work and you don't have an incredible last three months of the year, my team will issue you a full refund. Now here's the thing, we're gonna be moving quick into this end of year focus sprint, so we're only enrolling during the first week in October. To join us, click the link in the show notes or just go to motivationformoms.com. We're so excited for this and we hope you'll join us. I'll see you in the sprint. The second question was, can I stop doing it entirely? This is where I invite you to look at the things you spend time on that you can just stop doing. For example, in general, I don't fold laundry. Now, sometimes, don't get me wrong, I enjoy folding laundry while watching a show after the kids go to bed if I feel like it. But for the most part, I have completely let go of folding laundry. There is no expectation around this. Now, do I have a perfect system for laundry? No, but that's okay because my biggest priorities around laundry are, does everyone have clean clothes that they can wear today within easy access? That's it. Sometimes I'll let the laundry sit in a pile. I do like to separate laundry by person. And so how I do it is once a week or twice a week, depending on the week, we wash three loads of laundry. Now, admittedly, between the five of us, we generate a lot of dirty laundry every week. And we have a really big washer and dryer to accommodate. So I'm able to fit more in one load, but generally three loads of laundry washed and dried per week. When they come out, sometimes they sit in a pile for a while, but I usually try to separate them out by person. So I end up with six to seven piles, my clothes, Greg's clothes, Audra's clothes, Autumn's clothes, Atlas's clothes, towels, and then sheets if they were washed that week. I don't always put them away immediately, but at the very least, the kids can easily find their clean clothes. I don't usually fold them. If you're worried about wrinkles, you can also just lay them flat in a nice pile. But I do try to, at the very least, move them to the appropriate person's room, put the towels in the bathroom and put the sheets in the linen closet. It really doesn't take a lot of time. Again, I don't always do this. It's my intention to do it, but if I don't get to it, I'm cool with it because It's just simply not my priority on some days. Another thing I don't do anymore, I don't clean the floors or the bathrooms in our house. We have a housekeeper come once a week to do those things because that time and energy I can now use for higher impact things in my life, like working on my business, reading things that are helping me grow as a person, taking care of myself, or just having fun and spending quality time with my family. I also totally let go of the expectation to post on social media. Now, if I'm doing it for a promotion in my business, I will post on social media as part of my marketing strategy, but it's intentional and there's a strategy behind it. I no longer do random acts of marketing in my business. I no longer post personal updates and pictures just for the sake of posting or staying relevant. 
Now I'll post something if I want to once in a while, but I've completely let go of the expectation that I should or I have to. And ladies, this leaves me with so much more peace. Another thing I've made the decision to stop doing completely and thoroughly, worrying about what other people think of me. I speak my truth. I say fuck when I want to. I wear clothes that make me feel sexy. And I don't care if anyone has a problem with any of these things. Because if they do, I know that it's a them issue. It's not a me issue. And the ironic part is, the more authentic and true to myself that I am, the more people are attracted to me. And those relationships are so much more genuine. Also, I also attract more people who I want to be around, who I resonate with. So that's the second question. Can I stop doing it entirely? The third question in looking at our time inventory is, if the thing that you are doing is actually creating the most positive results in your life, can you do more of that thing? Again, this is about zeroing in on your priorities. These days, I am spending a lot more time working on myself and taking care of myself because I know that I'm an important person, because I'm a leader in my family, because I know I'm worth it. I spend more time than ever before in therapy, in alone time, journaling, meditating, and reading. I spend time doing things that are fun and enjoyable without any guilt whatsoever because life is meant to be fun and enjoyable. At least that's the life that I choose. I spend time getting ready in the morning and doing my hair and makeup because that feels good to me. All of these things have positive results in my life. And do you know what that positive result is? I'm healthier. I'm happier. Because that's all my kids really need me to be, is healthy and happy. I'm able to show up more fully for them and be present with them because I'm vibrant. And I'm modeling for them how to take care of themselves and build a life that makes them happy. So what can you do more of in your life that creates more positive results or leaves you happier or healthier or more fulfilled? And the last question is, is there a way to automate, delegate, or systemize the thing to go at it more efficiently or get it off your plate altogether? This is a concept that applies to life and business. So many of the things that we do really take more time than they have to. If you're spending time on something that you don't really enjoy doing, think about a way to streamline the process. Can you automate it? Now, in your business, that might look like using software to automate a marketing campaign or setting up an email responder. In your personal life, it might mean setting the coffee pot to turn automatically in the morning or changing the settings on the thermostat to optimize energy usage in your house so that your bills aren't so high and you're more comfortable more consistently. Or maybe it's setting up automatic reminders on your phone for the things that you need to remember to think about or do. Or it could be setting up auto shipments on Amazon or subscriptions of things that you use and buy regularly. Or maybe it's signing up for subscriptions to things that you want to incorporate more of in your life, like fitness classes or group coaching. Teaser alert, 
Motivated Moms regular group coaching is coming soon. I'll just say that. Okay, delegating. What things do you spend time on that you can hand over to someone else? Hire a housekeeper to clean your house and do your laundry. Or hire a laundry service that picks up your dirty laundry and drops it off clean and pressed. We used to have this, and I am seriously considering getting it again because it was a game changer. Hire a nanny to drive your kids to all the places they need to be. Hand off some of the household or financial responsibilities to your spouse or your partner. Have your kids start contributing more around the house. Ask other family members like your parents or your siblings to watch your kids once a week or once every other week on a regular basis so that you can have date night or just have more alone time. You can delegate your taxes or your financial management to a professional. Hire a landscaper to take care of the yard. My mom recently hired a professional organizer to come in and create better systems of organization in her house. Super inspiring. I love that she did that. And finally, systemizing might look like sitting down to look at the processes by which you do things that you spend time on and rethinking a better way, a better system so that it's done more efficiently and you don't have to invest so much time and energy thinking about it. So this might look like creating a plan or a system for the books you read if you want to read more. This might mean getting all of your groceries delivered once or twice a week and setting reminders for yourself to order them. This might mean having a dedicated drop zone in your house for the things that your kids shake off their bodies when they get home from school, their shoes, their backpacks, their paperwork, things like that. It might mean Systemizing and optimizing your daily and weekly schedule to create a more ideal day. So get creative. Think of ways to automate, delegate, and systemize the things you spend too much time on or the things that you want to incorporate more of into your life. This is your reminder. You're in charge of your life. You are in charge of how you spend your time. Like the book 168 Hours says, Our life is lived in a series of hours. We have 168 hours in a week. How we spend those hours determines the life we live, determines how fulfilled we feel, determines our experience of life and how much joy we create and generate. I hope you'll join us in our focus sprint where we are going to go through each of these things and help you create your ideal life over the next three months. Again, to sign up for this $97 class, go to motivationformoms.com. Isn't it cool that I got that URL? Yeah, I'm pretty proud of that. I've got more episodes coming on the topic of reclaiming your time. And in the meantime, have a beautiful and productive day. And I'll talk to you soon. I hope you found this episode to be inspiring and motivating. I want to hear what helped you. So be sure to come share your biggest takeaway in our Motivated Moms Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash motivation for moms podcast. Now, I know you're feeling fired up and ready to put these concepts into action, but before you do, I have a give back request. If you would, please take 60 seconds and rate this podcast and write a review. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of the motivation we offer here. And if you would, share this podcast with another mama in your life who needs some motivation and positivity today. If you're ready for next level breakthroughs in your life, in your business, health, relationships, confidence, finances, productivity, 
Apply for breakthrough coaching at motivationformoms.com. Thanks again for being here. Now go out there, take charge of your day, you beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama. I'll see you in the next episode.